This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands. Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand. I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts. But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse. Welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media, and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio, and Radio Kidnappers. I'm your host, Vanessa, and I'm really happy to be here to be doing another part of our uh, 10-part series of Action for Happiness, 10 Keys to Happier Living. Uh, but before we get into all of that juiciness, I want to have a quick word about our sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers, and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities, based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, recovery education, workshops, employment preparation and support, including navigation with other services. Service users are allocated a community support facilitator on referral depending on their goals to mental recovery and achievement. We have offices in Hamilton, Tokoroa and New Plymouth. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know might be interested in and you are in the Waikato DHB region, Tauranaki or Taupo, um, then have a listen to this ad I'm about to play um, for Progress South and get in touch with us. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Now, don't stress if you missed any of those contact details for Progress to Health. I do play that ad again at the very end of the show. So stick around, grab a pen and paper, and you'll be able to grab all those contact details. If you think, hey, Progress to Health sounds like something to be really great for myself or for someone I know. But also do remember, uh, we are, what, Christmas Eve... Eve, Eve? <laughs> I think that's a bit too many days, Vanessa. Uh, so we're getting really close to Christmas. So Progress to Health is actually in their close-down period for Christmas and New Year. Uh, their first day of holidays was the 21st, so yesterday. And we open again on the 9th, Monday the 9th of January 2023. So we're in a close-down period, so if you actually ring, make any contact in any of those, um, the phone number or Facebook or um, on our website, we won't reply until the 9th of January, unfortunately. Uh, but do check out Facebook page because we do have um, various different support lines and stuff so if you really need to reach out to get hold of someone you can get them there Um, also hang around listen to this episode of Fighting Stigma and at the very end of the show as with all of our shows I do say a series of support lines so if you really needed to reach out to someone have someone to talk to and this time of year is really hard then like I let you know who you can talk to. 
So let's jump into today's episode of Fighting Stigma. So if, if you've been following along Fighting Stigma for a little while, you know that I'm right smack bang getting close to the end of a series of 10 episodes all around the 10 keys to happier living from Action for Happiness. Now, if you haven't heard of Action for Happiness before, Action for Happiness is a website and it's a global movement. Um, the website, you can find them at actionforhappiness.org. So Action for Happiness is one word and the word for is F-O-R. So action, F-O-R, happiness, or one word, dot org. And as they say on their website, we are a movement of people taking action to create a happier and kinder world together. Action for Happiness brings people together and provides practical resources. We help each other learn evidence-based skills for happier living, feel a sense of belonging, and commit to personal action to create more happiness for ourselves and others. And they have 363,767 members from 191 countries and it's all about prioritizing happiness and kindness sorry prioritizing happiness and kindness influences how we approach everything including our personal lives families communities schools and workplaces it also shapes our view on public policy helps us to consider and helps us to consider the well-being of future generations too and they say we have no religious, political or commercial affiliations and welcome people of all faiths or none in all parts of society. Our members make a simple pledge to create more happiness and less unhappiness in the world. And their patron is the Dalai Lama. So that's where I'm getting all the um, wonderfulness I'm about to talk about today. But today I'm talking all about emotions, which I believe is part eight of the 10 part series of the 10 keys to happier living. So emotions looking for what's good. The positive power of pleasant emotions. They don't just feel good, they bring positive benefits. Emotions are more than feelings. They include momentary physiological changes which influence our actions and add up. Whilst unpleasant emotions like fear and evolved to help us survive by avoiding danger, for example, by triggering the fight, flight or freeze response, it wasn't until relatively recently that the power of pleasant emotional experience was also recognized. Scientist Barbara Fredrickson and her colleagues found that fleeting momentary experiences of pleasant emotion broaden our perception fields, causing us to literally see more, to be more open and trusting of others, recognize people from other cultures better, see more options, be more open to ideas, more likely to adapt, and be better at creative problem solving. Little by little, these moments add up, over time building our, physio- our psychological and social resources and our resilience for more challenging times too. The human brain naturally focuses on what's wrong. The human brain evolved more na- to more naturally focus on what's wrong rather than what's right. At the time our human brain was evolving, we were hunters and gatherers and regularly faced life or death situations. It was safer to interpret neutral or ambiguous signals around us like a rustle on the grass or a strange sound as a potential danger so that we could act to avoid it rather than wait and see if it meant that there was a predator ready to pounce. Even though today, thankfully, such life and death moments are much rarer, our brain still responds this way, causing us to experience unpleasant emotions we don't need, to dwell on or give more weight to things that are potentially wrong, and we tend to overlook what is good or gone well. This phenomenon is known as negativity bias. So training our brain to look for what's good. We can train our brain to look for the good around us, increasing the number of pleasant emotional moments we experience so over time we benefit from the broaden and build effect outlined above. 
This doesn't mean ignoring what's wrong, or notice, but just noticing what's right. It's about adding in. For example, studies show that simply reflecting and writing down three good things we experience over the course of the day, however small, for seven days boosts how happy people felt and reduces reduced feeling down, and this impact lasted long, as long as six months. So, here's a little thing for you to try out. Every night for one week, think back over your day. Identify three things you enjoyed that were, ple- that were pleased about or grateful for, however small, and write them down, perhaps with a few words about why these felt good for you. The good things you can, can be small or day-to-day, like getting this, a seat on the bus or the sun coming out or being able to take a quick break on a tough day. And after a week, see what you notice. If you keep this practice up, you might also notice themes and what you most often find pleasurable in some way. And also what I found lots of people have talked about when they've done this sort of positivity journaling or gratitude journal is that they actually, the more times they actually take the time to actually focus for the day about one, three, five, however many number you choose, I think three is quite a good middle of the range number, um, of things that you're grateful for that went well or gave you a positive sensation or positive emotion, that they were, they found it easier to notice when the positive was happening because what was happening is their brain was starting to actually notice, like as they're talking about, we had kind of evolved to notice the negative because it kept us safe. And so they, the more time they put effort into noticing the pleasant, noticing the things that they're happy about, noticing the things they're grateful for, it more naturally started happening. So throughout the day, they were noticing when it was happening and it was good. So it just improved things just in general. So yeah. So Buffering and bolstering effects of pleasant emotion. So pleasant emotions aren't only for good days. They can help us in the midst of tough times and challenges too, potentially increasing our resourcefulness and contributing to coping. It's thought experiencing moments of pleasant emotion at such time can help buffer the detrimental effects difficulties can have on our psychological health. It might also have a bolstering effect, helping us to maintain our well-being at times of crisis and challenge, such as during the recent pandemic. So studies show that experience of pleasant emotions can help undo the potential damage chronic exposure to stress can have on our brain. And we all know how bad stress is on our brain. So clinical psychologist Dr. Maria Soros, I apologize for the bad pronunciation there, advises that even on the most on, on the very toughest of days, we can find a best moment, even if these are just the least bad. So try it. Next time you're experiencing a tough patch, each night before you go to sleep, reflect back over the day and find a best moment, even if it's just the least bad. (laughs) And I know someone that used to have of like, when they're trying to find the thing they're grateful for is like, at least I got lunch, even though it didn't taste good, or at least the day is now over. (laughs) It's like, at least I have a roof over my head, even though I am behind in rent. It's like, you know, they found like the littlest thing and it did actually really help in the end. Okay. Next one is gratitude. Gratitude is a pleasant emotion that's a firm foundation for happiness. It arises from recognizing what we have or what we have received, and as a result, feeling thankful and appreciative. Experiencing gratitude has been shown to boost happiness, optimism, resilience, and physical health, reduce materialism, and makes it less likely that we'll feel lonely. Now, don't we all just want to sign up for that? Gratitude connects us to others and to the world around us, benefiting our relationships and communities. 
When we experience gratitude, we're more likely to be kind, generous and compassionate to others and initiate social contact. It can help nurture our existing relationships by making others feel appreciated and fostering trust. It can have a ripple effect too. When we observed other people being thanked, it increases our motivations to connect with and help others. Whilst we may vary in the degree in which we have naturally grateful orientation, importantly, studies show that we can cultivate a greater attitude of gratitude. So try it. Each night for the next week, and now these don't all have to be over the same week, like if there's any time I say, try it over a week. You don't have to do multiple of them in a week unless you really want to. Okay, so each night for the next week, or for a week, reflect on three good things that have happened as a result of other people. So write these down in the form of, I'm grateful to this person, so blank space, I'm grateful to person's name for blank space, whatever it is they did that you're grateful for for what they did. Uh, and it's like one of those things that you can just write down, like, think of the thing that happened. could be, hey, I'm grateful to my bus driver for their really amazing smile. It lifted my mood this morning. Like it's, whatever it is can make a really big difference. And the next part is cultivating pleasant emotions. And they've got a little picture, this little drawing, and it's someone building a sandcastle. So it's like putting some effort in to make it happen, right? There are many different pleasant emotions. In addition to gratitude, some of the most commonly experienced are joy, serenity, contentment, curiosity, and interest, hope, pride, amusement, inspiration, awe, and love. We've touched on ways to cultivate some of these in our other keys. So how can we make the most of any of our pleasant experiences? Savouring is a practice of actively paying attention to, appreciating and intentionally enhancing our positive experiences. It's a mindful process combined with actively seeking to amplify or prolong pleasant emotional experiences. It involves noticing our sensations, perceptions, thoughts, behaviours and emotions whilst enjoying and appreciating the positive experience. Savouring helps us make the most of our experience in the moment. Connecting it to pleasant emotions and anchoring both in our memory. In addition to boosting positive emotions, savouring has been shown to predict life satisfaction, help us feel more in control and reduce depressive symptoms, and feel that we have a better work-life balance. We can also savour retrospectively by vividly recalling and reminiscing about past positive experiences and prospectively by reflecting on things we were looking forward to. So the suggested part of try it out is here are two savouring activities that studies have shown can boost happiness. So there's two try it out options here. Savouring the past. Bring to mind one of your happiest ever days. Each day, for three consecutive days, spend eight minutes privately replaying it in your mind in as much detail as you can. Where you were, what happened, who you were with, what you and what other people did. And what thoughts and emotions were running through your head at the time. Don't analyse it. Just revel in the memory of it. And the other option is savouring the present. Go for a 20-minute walk in which you notice as many positive things around you as possible. For example, trees, flowers, animals, the weather, other people. As you notice each thing, identify what about it that makes it pleasurable for you. And any thoughts, feelings or sensations as a result. And you can also try noticing and exploring other pleasant emotional experiences in the same way as well. It doesn't necessarily have to be a walk, but just using that sort of scenario. And the next section is, can there be an upside to unpleasant emotions? 
Harnessing the positive power of pleasant emotions doesn't mean we'll never experience unpleasant emotions. Whilst these might not feel good at the time, they can also serve a purpose and even have an upside. For example, fear, as we have seen, helps us escape danger. Sadness signals we've lost someone or something meaningful to us. Anger can enable us to address violations or injustices to ourselves or others. Guilt signals we've done something wrong and can serve to reduce the likelihood of us doing it again. What's important is that the emotion we feel is appropriate for and in proportion to the situation. Sometimes inaccurate thinking can cause us to feel unpleasant emotions inappropriately or excessively or get stuck in them, undermining our resilience and causing us to feel bad unnecessarily. However, we can learn to recognise and manage unhelpful thinking, which can help us to better regulate how we feel and respond. Cultivating resilience, which I believe was last week's uh, episode of Fighting Stigma, can also help us develop these skills. So there's a reflection. Think about a time when experiencing an unpleasant emotion had an upside for you. What was the upside and how did it help? Now, I know I've had this in the past where I've realized that I was having really negative emotions. And I can't even tell you what I was like. Guilt, shame, anger, fear. There was a whole lot of them. And what it was is that I realized I was feeling those because I was actually going against my values. And I wasn't standing up for myself and I wasn't setting and maintaining boundaries. And... What I used, what was the positive in that was that I used it as a, like a signal, a sign, an indicator that something was not going right and I wasn't making good choices for myself. And between the whole kind of thing of I didn't want to be experiencing those emotions anymore, so I wanted to do make different choices in the future so I didn't feel those emotions, but also it helped me kind of think about what was going on that had them come up. So I actually realized that, hey, I need to be a bit more proactive about really having my values be valued and respected and if I have a boundary I need to be able to find a way to articulate it to the person so that it's respected and if it's not respected then it's okay to step away (laughs) so yeah that was for myself that was definitely a reflection I had about unpleasant emotions but that's the whole part of the action for happiness 10 keys to happier living number eight which is emotions but what I'm going to do is I'm going to play us a song leave you to kind of think about kind of how do you experience pleasant emotions do you notice them in the moment do you later think about hey that was really good and I really enjoyed that or are you kind of like me and a lot of people experience mental health issues that our brain really puts all the memory power into remembering all the things that made us feel not good that had a negative emotional attachment had a negative consequence and it's that whole safety thing right that we talked about around the evolution of our brains and like so any of these kind of steps that they suggested could make a really big difference have you done any of those do you do gratitude have you tried it in the past have you ever thought about trying out that whole savoring thing like I'd never heard of that that sounds like a really great idea so have a think about all of those and how you already deal with positive emotions how you notice them how you might try out some of the things that we talked about today while I play an awesome song from Broods Pretty things here on the Fighting Stigma show on Free FM eighty nine point zero.
Welcome back to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. So I'm your host, Vanessa, and we'll be talking all about part eight of the 10-part series of 10 Keys to Happier Living from Action for Happiness, and we're talking all about emotions. So hopefully while you're listening to that awesome song from Brood, you're having a think about how you experience positive emotions. When do you, do you savour them? Do you use a gratitude journal? How do you kind of take part in them? How do you remember them? And what we're going to do now is we're going to do a section I do every single show of Fighting Stigma. I'm going to share a series of support lines because I think it's really, really important to know who to reach out to, especially because we're, what are we, three days away from Christmas. So I know a lot of people are going to feel quite alone not know who to reach out to. So grab a pen and paper and write some of these down. So if you need them over the next while, you know who to reach out to. So the first support line that I want to give you is 1737. Now, that's pretty much what it's called. So need to talk. 1737. It's a free call or text service and it's available 24 7, um, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with a trained counsellor and this service is completely free. So if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call or give them a text. 1737. The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT Team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a Crisis Assessment Team, they're part of the Community Mental Health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. The next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now their number is 0800 543 And they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now, the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around, like the, um, with John Kewen. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service, but this is the phone line service. So Depression Helpline 0800 111 757. Now, the if you just have someone, you need someone safe to talk to, they're available from 8am in the morning to midnight and they're a really great service, just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you. 
Now the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line, it's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line, it's for general health, medical, um, medical health, physical health and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body, you don't know what's happening, you're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611 116, and that's available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whānau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Tōtoko, which is 0508 now the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508744633. And the last number that I want to give you is I want to give you the Outline. Now this is a Gay and Lesbian Outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, so the outline, the number is 0800 688 5463. So hopefully you grab some of those down. But that's all we've got time for today. So I just want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. And I will be back next week with part nine of our 10-part series from Action for Happiness, 10 Keys to Happier Living, to be able to like, check in. How was your Christmas? How is the beginning, end of the year going for you? And sort of just check in about what you're doing for the New Year's. But from us all here, take care. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 for more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.